Jordan, can you believe it? What? It's the end of the year. And oh. you know what that means? What? Yeah, Jordan was getting ready into that. Oh, look at the time. It's the... Uh, <laughs> no. Floppies! <laughs> the Floppies! Yeah, yeah! Yes, it is our legally mandated end of the year recap where Jordan and I are going to be talking about a heck of a lot of manga we have read this year, ranging from the good to the bad to the most libertarian. We are covering <laughs> all of the big classic categories and some fun. I want to give an extra big thank you to everyone in the Shonen Flop Discord and in our community overall that both helped us think of these topics and also contributed to giving us suggestions for what to consider for nominees this year. Yes, thank you so much. We're lazy as fuck, so we appreciate you doing the work for us thank you <laughs> and just like a group project we will get all the credit but thank you no but we do very <laughs> very very much appreciate and in fact i'm gonna give a big thank you to everyone who submitted their own nomination considerations for the floppies that was of course tucker maxi b t wolfwood someone who didn't put their name on their form <laughs> so blank dude rocks and chicken warlord i very much appreciate it. we looked at all of them that really helped and if people want to be a part of it next year we are always appreciative of people bringing to our attention some series to think about especially most forgettable series where we might have forgotten what should have won that award oh yes <laughs> oh goodness and so just to break it down jordan tell the lovely audience how are we going to be breaking down each category and winner well, we're basically going to go through each one and list off our own nominations, and then we're going to argue until we figure out which one is the correct one. Yes. I also want to give an extra big thank you to Dylan for being our wonderful announcer. He's got the best base in podcasting, as we say, so I very much appreciate the extra TLC you are doing. And as a reminder, we will not be having a new episode next week, but stay tuned for a rerun for whatever one episode of the year as Jordan and I take a much needed week off. Yes. But after that, you will be able to catch our first thoughts on Shonen Shoujo. So stay tuned for that in January. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Get, <laughs> get ready to hear about the two genders, the Shonen, Shonen Shoujo. But it's the floppies today. It's the floppies. Jordan, that joke doesn't really work because that literally is boy and girl. That's what I mean. Yes. Anyway, it's the floppies <laughs> today. Yes, this is the shitty manga Grammys yeah. Oscars. <laughs> All right, all right. So let's get through it. First of all, we have a classic worst female depiction. Jordan, why don't you get things off? Tell me, what were your three nominees for worst female depiction? Well, the first one's kind of a given, you know, school judgment. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be honest about dog. We can read off and we can discuss. Are we just giving this one school judgment? Yeah. If it's literally a pedophile manga. Yeah, let's like, we're talking about sexualizing very young girls. That's really fucking yeah. disgusting. For what it's worth, my other two were Love Rush and Akaboshi, but school I judgment. I also had just... Love Rush. I think Akaboshi's great. I had Zan, because Zan is yeah. such a classic by the book. Women are not useful in a manga that we've really grown out of in the last 10 years. I agree. I, I think Zan handles it worse than Akaboshi, actually. School judgment just runs away with this. This is just indefensible. Jordan, I have a pretty good feeling that this is going to be a great night for shitting on School Judgment. I think that that <laughs> might be the case. School Judgment has won one floppy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For our next award, we have... Best Art. So our first positive category of the night, Ooh, I'll go first. Best Art. <laughs> okay, what? Well, yeah, let's go. 
our first one where we might differ, but I said Akaboshi, speaking of, mm -hmm. Black Torch, and Doronki. So we actually had a lot of great art mm -hmm. in some series that actually weren't terrible, which is always nice, except for Akaboshi. Well, yeah. I actually had Sakura Tetsu Taiwahan, Akaboshi, and Black Torch, because I really liked the art in Sakura Tetsu Taiwahan. You like didn't nominate Doronki? No, I had issues with, like, the eyes and shit in, in Doronki. Yeah. There were things in Doronki that kind of were off-putting to me. There was a lot that was really good, but, like, there, there was stuff in there that just... It actually kind of looks like an AI art that studied <laughs> his art style. Exactly. It was like, it wasn't drawn by Miura. Yeah, which, he, I mean, how would he have the time? Of course. He was in the process of dying, you know? Like... <laughs> Yeah, so, Jordan, we overlap with Akaboshi and Black Torch, so I think those are really the two we could, should discuss. Okay. As I assume is the good rule, is any we overlap is probably what's going to get the award. Yeah. I think Akaboshi's great, but I feel like, man, Black Torch is just the best drawn women's asses I've ever seen in a manga, you know? <sighs> the asses are really good. God, like, that guy really spent $10,000 drawing women's asses. But at the same time, man, Akaboshi, it's not just women's asses, though. Like, they, <laughs> there's, like, they got, like, straight-up illustrations that I would print out and put in my wall. That two-giant fighting scene was one of the best-drawn things I've ever seen. There were multiple parts of that that were just incredible-looking. I have to give it to Akaboshi. Black Torch is the better manga, but yeah. I'll give it to our favorite historical e-boy series, Akaboshi Wins. <laughs> yeah. Akaboshi has won one floppy tonight <laughs> <laughs> next up they're always as good and then there's got to be bad so our next award is worst art jordan lay it on us so my first nomination is zon because jesus <laughs> fucking christ zon second is hi-fi cluster and then my third is philosophy school <laughs> what a hideous fucking manga that was I mean, that was interesting where it was literally he just did not have the art style for the type of series. It was because it worked perfectly fine in Haikyuu. No, no, there is. There, you're forgetting a lot of the seriously off model shit that was just incomprehensible in philosophy school. That was that looked awful. True. And then mine were, of course, Zan. <laughs> Protect me, Shugamaru. Yeah, which, fair. I mean, the art isn't unpolished, but I just hate that art style. That's and then Gunblaze West, which, here's the thing. On paper, not atrocious, but you know what? Art is not just the technical drawing ability. Art direction and design is also important. And that was some of the most soullessly drawn manga I'd ever seen in my entire life. He was fucking asleep at the wheel. Like, the guy's a pedophile, but, like, we've seen him draw well. So I don't, e I don't even know what the fuck happened there. So, yeah. But as we see here, we're overlapping with Zahn. Zahn, it's, like, unpublishable. I don't know how Shonen Jump ran that Zahn is, like, worse than Beast Children. Zahn is just... Yeah, Zahn may have been the worst drawn thing to ever be published in Shonen Jump. Exactly. How the fuck did this get published? It, this is, like, embarrassing that this was in the publication. <laughs> Yes. This is the first win of the night for Zahn. Yeah, Zahn! Woo! Yeah, <laughs> God, you're going to have a lot of fun editing this, I can tell. I'm going to have so much fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love doing the floppies. All right, next up, we have Most Wasted Potential. And I think this is probably going to be one of the hardest categories of the night. Yeah. So what are your nominations for Most Wasted Potential. <laughs> Mine was Hi-Fi Cluster, mm -hmm. Super Smartphone, and Aliens Area. So actually recent series, but I promise I actually look back and these were just by chance three series that really stuck to me because maybe it's just there's not a lot of good science fiction manga that runs in Shonen Jump. This is the first one where we have we don't have any overlap. At really? All. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a very contested one. 
for me, I have Earthchild, Sakura Tetsu Taiwan, and honestly, Gunblaze West. I was considering Gunblaze West 2. Yeah, because again, he's a pedophile, but I would be lying if I said that I didn't love Roni Kenshin. I wish I didn't. I wish I I wish I hated that series. It was important to me before I learned. How, yeah, what, but that's more of a meta commentary. Like, my point is that I've seen him make good manga. And yeah. then this was just such a disaster. Like, if you told me, hey, the guy who made Roni Kenshin, he's making a manga about, like, in the Old West, you know? Like, oh, that's cool. No, it wasn't. <laughs> or, so are you feeling very, very passionate about Gunsplays West? I don't know. Like, um, what are your other... So my thoughts were Hi-Fi Cluster, just there's no cyberpunk manga. It is such a cool yeah. setting and idea, like literally being able to harness. Like if you had put some actual critical thinking into how they were getting their abilities, you could have had a really interesting idea. Hmm. Pretty much the prelude to what cyberpunk Edge Runner was, where it was about people running around with superpowers they got through their augmentation. That's what Hi-Fi Cluster literally could have been. It could have been, but I mean, like too much would have had to have changed with Hi-Fi Cluster. Yeah. The main thing you're looking at is the fact that it's cyberpunk, but you're not looking at anything having to do with the individual parts of it, yeah. I also do like Aliens Area, where it could have been this cool, we're literally slice of life series about alien cops. Yeah. And we saw some parts of that that were very cool, yeah. but for some reason he sets it up as a battle shonen and realizes that's a terrible idea, but he has all this lineage he can't get rid of and actually do the idea that he should have. I'm going to agree with you about Aliens Area. I think I'm going to go with Aliens Area because like those chapters, those brief moments were like legitimately good. And then yeah. he just ignored them. He just never did it again. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. You're welcome. This is Aliens Areas. First win of the night. Give it up for <laughs> Aliens Arena 64. <laughs> God. And not Aliens Arena. <laughs> <gasps> And then, Jordan, speaking of good parts in bad manga, let's get into Sora of the Year, also known as the best character in a bad manga. We did listen feedback. It is literally that definition. Good characters, bad series. We're not doing here's a good part like we did last year. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for the feedback. We want it literally to just be about characters. Yeah. So, Jordan, what were the three characters that stood out to you as being good characters in a shitty manga? So mine were the witch from Instant Bullet. I thought that like her story was actually pretty compelling until it got, uh, you know, she died. Yeah. The goblin mode cop from Super Smartphone. I don't know any of these people's names. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. I know what you're talking. The one who looks like a Danganronpa character. The only cop with any personality, the only character with any personality. <laughs> and then my last one's the main character of U19. I really liked him. He was like, you know, he, he was like fighting for his right to like not conform to gender roles. And he was also just like a good guy, you know? <laughs> so this is actually another one where we have zero overlap, where mine oh. was Estelle from The Last Yuki, aka like the Sailor Moon Girl, Makoto from Philosophy School, and Renojo from Nine Dragons Ball Parade. So that was like the the asshole second baseman. Well, hey, you know, not to spoil most forgettable series, but I don't remember shit about two of those series that you just said. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> that is fair. The only one I remember is Makoto. So, Jordan, is there any that you feel really strongly about? You know, I really like that main character in U19. You know what? I'll give it to you. I think it's really important to show that tough men can still sew. And I think that was a great message, even if the series wasn't that. Yeah. The floppy goes to whatever that dude from U19's name was. <laughs> this is U19's first floppy. Yes. 
And then the inverse, of course, of Sora of the Year is most annoying character. So for mine, I'm going to start with going away. Tepe, a.k.a. the Jar Jar guy from Sakura to Taiwan, the mm. uh, Taiseo Hido from Akabushi, and of course, Shugamaru from Protect Me Shugamaru, which strong guess you probably have on your list as well. I have Shugamaru on my list. Oh, yes, boy. So, <laughs> very strong contender of a Jordan. What's the rest of your list? The rest of my list was the Gunblaze West main character and Kuro from, uh, you know, fucking Instant Bullet. You didn't have Jar Jar on your list? He was so annoying. I forgot about him until you said it just now. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that guy sucks. So, I mean, since you did forget about him, do you want to discuss or do you think it still goes to Shogumaru or Shugamaru? Oh, it's tough. I mean, like, Shugamaru sucks. He really sucks. He sucks. But he also isn't racist yeah, in his portrayal. I, I, I gotta give it to Tepe. I, I kind of agree. It was just like, it was so baffling. But also, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if that was like in the original manga. That might have been just an addition by the translator. But it was terrible. Blame what you got. Yeah. This goes to Tepe Sylvia. From Sakura Tetsu Taiwan. Speaking of great jokes, let's get into a very special award. Best six word summary from a <laughs> Did you forget most forgettable series? Speaking of forgetting <laughs> things, let's do most forgettable series. Fuck, that wasn't even on purpose. That's amazing. It's amazing. Never got this category. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Oh my god, we could not have played that better. Jordan. Oh. Jordan, what are your three nominees? <laughs> the last say you keep because I literally don't remember a single fucking thing about that manga. I thought you said it was decent. You actually listed as one of the better series we read this year. You know what, man? In the moment, I remember thinking, man, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. But right now, I just can't remember a single fucking thing about it. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be so forgettable, but I literally, like, all I remember is, like, like parts of the first chapter, maybe? Like... I realized that for Sora of the Year, you should have nominated the Thumbs Up Ghost Guy from The Last Yuki That Eats Memories. Because yeah. <laughs> he was the fucking man. See, I don't even remember him! Oh, God. All right, Jordan, continue. What are your other two nominees? Zahn and Nine Dragons Ball Parade. Absolutely not. Zahn is no. We talk about Zahn way too much to forget it. It's so bad, you're not going to forget it. I think that's fair. Yeah. This category, you were looking for just so bad, but there's much things worse or aggressive mediocrity. And I wanted to say Protect Me Shugamaru, Akaboshi, and this one I'm, I think is my strongest. Monster Hunter Arage, I genuinely think, if we were to list mm. every series we ever covered in Shonen Jump, that's a strong contender for the last thing we would remember. Maybe, but dude, I I don't remember a single thing about Nine Dragons Ball Parade. Dragons Ball Parade was actually pretty good. That's the thing, I don't remember anything about it. What do you remember about Monster Hunter Arage? I remember that weird cop dude. I remember that what like cop dude. That one guy who was like, I don't know. The, I remember the guy. You really sound like someone who remembers what shut happened up, in the series. Shut up. I, shut up. I remember that there was that guy, their master, like blew himself up with gunpowder and then they never talk about it again. I remember that they fought like a big dragon at the end. There was like some kind of weird like conflict. Uh, where... Why do you remember so much? You don't remember anything about Nine Dragons Ball Parade, like the toy guy when they had to go clean up the toy shop or the asshole's second basement or how 
out like three dudes for the team just show up out of nowhere because offer ran out of time. I remember that now that you said it, but I couldn't have told you that before you said it. <sighs> that series is like a void for me. And then I assume forget Protect Me Shikamaru is so bad we talk about it too much to not say. Yeah, no, I remember the obnoxious dick jokes, the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, the fucking... Yeah, that's... Yeah, and Maga, you're right. Too many things to discuss. What about Akaboshi, though? I, I don't know what the plot to that series was. The plot sucks, but dude, some of that art sticks with me. So you think that Nine Balls Dragon Prix is less memorable than Monster Hunter Arash? Yes. You know what? How important is this one to you, Jordan? It's everything to me, David. Fine, I'll give it to you, man. Yes! Yes! Nine Dragons Ball Pro. I disagree. Wait, whatever. In a contested decision. <laughs> Wins on technicality. <laughs> Alright. Next up is that one we're actually talking about. Best six word summary from a host. Best six words summary. I have picked three of my favorite of Jordan's, and Jordan has picked his three favorite of mine. Oh, yes. So let's dive in. My favorite for you, Jordan, was for you, 19. It's Death by Susu. Golem Hearts, Good Dad, Good Son, Bad Plot. It bowed to dogs. Amoyamu Shindu. <laughs> Nani? <laughs> so, Jordan, I have a good feeling you know which one was overall my favorite of those three, though. What was the last one from? <laughs> Bow. Yes, I, I think that one. No doubt. That one is that one is definitely your best expert summary this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, my favorite ones that David said were from philosophy school. It's half spoopy, but all poopy. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> Nine dragons. Uh, P value. More like PU value. It stinks. <laughs> and then hi-fi cluster. It's the future, a.k.a. Cyberpunk 2070 sucks. <laughs> yeah, those are some good ones. I think my favorite one is it's half spoopy, but all poopy. Though. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> it's true. It's true, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Moving on down. That's oh. our first Jordan and David's first wins of the night. Jordan and David's first wins of the night. <laughs> all right. Okay. Though so now we're going to turn things to community with. Best six word summary from the community. Lay it on us, Jordan. All right, here are our first nominees. Our nominees are for School Judgment by The Laughing Fool. The first panel features a lynching. I like that one because, like, it didn't even reference what everybody else had an issue with it. It was just like, besides that, the series yeah, is trash. Yeah. Uh, the second one, Super Smartphone by ZZ Digital. Here's how Q can still win. <laughs> Fuck, that's <laughs> really good. For Earth Child, we have Generic Man, and we'll call them... The Credibles. <laughs> those, damn, those were all good. Yeah. From mine, first up, from Love Rush, from The Laughing Fool. So congrats on getting nominated for both. So no matter what, he's doing great. Oh, yes. Laughing Fool. Staring to porn. Porn stares back. <laughs> you know what, man? I actually had two Laughing Fool ones on here originally, and that was one of them. <laughs> so Laughing Fool gets the Editor's Choice Award for Best Expert Summary overall. Yeah, yeah. For Duran Duran from Dude Rocks, it was that ACAB where it said anime cops are boring. <laughs> and i was like god that's such a high level of effort i have to respect it and then finally from gunblaze west from xylon root and tune but mostly just tootin so you can see why <laughs> very much in line with my philosophy school six word summary root and tune but mostly just tootin. <laughs> pretty good all right so jordan we had a complete separation so <laughs> oh are there any of my three that you really like 
I like of all. I I mean, Root and Tootin', but still mostly Tootin' is pretty fucking good, but... Right? I think Here's How Q can still win. I was honestly like, fuck, why didn't I nominate that? But there's so many good options. Dude, I think I gotta go. Here's How Q could still win. I think, yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, fuck, why didn't I nominate that? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Congratulations, ZZ Digital, for winning. This is ZZ Digital's first floppy of the night. Thank you all for this award. It's uh, great being with this community. If I'd known it was this easy to win one, I would have made more of an effort to read the mangas you guys were reading instead of just listening every time. Maybe I'll do that in the future. Looking forward to another great year with everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, ZZ Digital. Best six-word summary from Tucker. (laughs) And I'll kick things off. From Nine Dragons Ball Parade, same memorable, a seventh-inning stretch. Okay, yeah. From U19, the Susu so-so. And from Akaboshi, <laughs> Water Margin of Error, Mystic Boredom. Nice. Mine were from Philosophy School. What an ugly-ass, unscary Duwang. That's good. Yeah. I think that was on my shortlist. For Super Smartphone, Death Note? <laughs> For Ayashimon, One Punch Otaku joins the Crips. I think that the Philosophy School is honestly my favorite. I know, it's really good. <laughs> Tucker wins his first award of the night for his six-word summary, Philosophy School, what an ugly-ass, unscary duang. Tucker has provided us an awesome speech for taking the award, which we're going to play right now. Thank you once again, all lovers of summaries, audience, and hosts. How to summarize a year full of summaries. Six words, not enough. I'm done with six words. Five and seven syllables is the new hotness. Japanese poems for a Japan-focused pod seems appropriate. As winter deepens, six words yield the syllables. Odd numbers triumph. No need to follow. Poetry's a solo act. I'm fine on my own. But the syllables. Far fewer words fit in them. It's a bit stifling. Hyperinflation. Vegetarianism. Transylvania. One word's all it takes. Poof. Syllable budget gone. More space is needed. Okay, screw it. No more haikus. Counting syllables is such a pain. I'm going back to six words. Thank you all for the recognition. Here's to another year of summaries. This is Tucker's first win of the night for Philosophy School. What <laughs> ugly ass and scary doing? Tucker, also, thank you so much for all of your hard work. I really appreciate everything you do for the show. Tucker, thanks so much, man. Tucker, you fucking rule. Tucker's the man. I'm so glad I got to see him in Austin last year. Oh, hell yeah. And then, though, along with Tucker, we have the wonderful, terrific Maxi B, manga historian, absolute British legend, where they provide us the best facts every week. So we have a yes. special award for the best fact from Maxi B. Best Maxi B fact. And then Jordan, kick it off, man. What were your top three Maxi B facts this year? The description of how Magu-chan wound up in Shugamaru, that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. The fact that Bao did so bad that it literally delayed JoJo's translation into the the West. And that the Monster Hunter Araje author was assistant to no one. He learns (laughs) from his own assistance. He's an absolute fucking Chad. Just like Fujimoto. Yeah. I likewise had the Protect Me on Shigamaru. Mine were also all of the references in Ayashimon. That was insane. There was like 15 references. Yeah. And then also the weird parallel between Ryu Fusaki's career and Togashi's for Sakura to Taiwan. Yeah, that was weird. 
like it was weird because I had noticed the series remind me of level E. It actually goes deeper than that. You know, you know what? I, I didn't pick that one. I'm going to go with that one. Really? What do you think? I was going to do the protect me on Shikamaru because there's no explanation of why that occurred. Yeah. You really, really wanted to know what the fuck happened with that, right? Yeah. I changed my mind. Take it back. I take it back. Take back, Seize. Ignore what I said previously. They're both great, Maxi B. Maxi B, you're amazing. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to give it to for Maxi B, for best Maxi B fact. They win the background on the Protect Me Shigamaru situation, which was just really weird. And for context, in Protect Me Shigamaru, Mago-chan just shows up and there's a Mago-chan chapter as one of the chapters. And it was really weird. And Maxi B did an awesome job researching how such a strange crossover happened. Dude, Magu-chan was the Sora of the year. Fuck. Fuck off. <laughs> and then we also have an awesome speech from Maxi B that we're going to play here. Hello, Fluffers, and thank you for this award that only I could win with the background work I did on the Magu-chan slash Protect Me Shugamaru crossover. It's a fun little footnote in crossover history, usually reserved in Jump for big series like One Piece and Dragon Ball, or One Piece and Toriko, or Kachikame and Dragon Ball, or Kachikame and Golgo for... <laughs> And bo 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 or bo 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 and Ice Shield Twenty One or Assassination Classroom and the Disaster of Psyche Kusuo. I've only been doing my notes for the boys for a little while now, but it's been nice to join Tucker in trying to make the boys say less wrong things or things wrongly. Long may it continue, and hopefully we'll be able to get to some wacky bits of trivia with some of the many flops waiting for us out in the world. In the meantime, always remember to eat your greens. And all manga is actually bad, even if it's not a flop. See you later, Gators. Oh, why did I write that? Who says that? This is Maxi B's first floppy of the night. Maxi B, Maxi B. They might be Maxi B, but they're Maxi A to me. Oh, thumbs up. Man. Now then, we're gonna dive back into the community with best question in a Q and A. Question? <laughs> All right, I'm going to kick things off. So similar to the Six Word Summary, we're going to go, what should be series it was for, who asked and what the question was. So my first is from Level E from Agpa. What's another idea for a podcast you might do in addition to the ones you already have? For Bao from T. Wolfwood, list the eight deadly sins, including justice with Shonen Flop Manga. <laughs> for Akaboshi from ZZ Digital, which flop protagonist would make for a good guest on the podcast? For mine, uh, this is also no overlap, actually. Nice. Sakura Tetsu from Dude Rocks. Can you rank the tailed beasts on how yummy they would be to eat? T Wolfwood from Hi Fi Cluster. What is your favorite NPC from a video game? And Chicken Warlord from Instant Bullet. How many interested romantic parties need there be to qualify as a harem romance? How many is too many? <laughs> I feel some of those questions were fine, but I feel like we didn't have a, like a lot of really fun conversation. Like the tailed beast one, we were like, we would eat one of these and then the rest. <laughs> so I, yeah. I feel like the ones I really went for were ones that we really had like a conversation and fought about things and like i think out of mind i really like Steve wolfwood's eight deadly sins including justice <laughs> with flop manga i think that was a really fun question okay yeah i'll give you that one all right t wolfwood congrats on winning t wolfwood Woo! you did it you did it yeah and his name is trafalgar wolfwood david just can't say it correctly so we call him t wolfwood <laughs> Speech, 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 speech. Whoa, the whole crowd is asking for a speech, T-Wolf. Yeah. How are you going to respond to this one? 
And T. Wolfwood has provided Dylan a wonderful speech that Dylan is going to read now. This is an acceptance speech from T. Wolfwood. I'd like to thank B. Ichi for inventing the eighth deadly sin, the cast and crew of Shonen Flop for covering it, Trafalgar for being an awesome name, and not David for never saying my name properly. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right, next though, while we have some very comprehensible questions, we've read some incomprehensible series. Oh, have we? So, next up is. Most incomprehensible. So, Jordan, what are your three nominees? All right, so I got Philosophy School, Yatsuya Sensei's Ghost Stories. Yep. Second one, Instant Bullet. It's like <laughs> yeah. we just did it, but man, yeah. what the fuck happened in that series? Sneaking it in. And then my last one was Hi-Fi Cluster. No, that's wrong, though. I think I put these in the wrong one because the last one should be Sakura Tetsu Taiwan. So my nominees were Zan, Super Smartphone, and Philosophy School because there was a lot of things about Super Smartphone that did not make any sense. That's true. Same with Philosophy School. And Zan just... I, actually, I think I'm just being more mean to Zan. I think Zan made sense. It was just terrible. It was just bad. <laughs> I would say I would replace Zon with Instant Bullet, so I feel pretty good. I think Instant Bullet wins where I do not know what happened in the series and literally finding people asking for people to describe what the plot of this series is. I agree. I think Instant Bullet came in late. But it came in like a bullet. Like a bullet just showed up right at the end and just took it from everyone. Just like, bam, just fucking bullet to the brain so that I could not fucking understand what the hell I was reading. You know what's crazy is no one has won, no series has won two awards yet. It is a crazy night tonight. We, right? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> this, <laughs> this is Instant Bullet's first floppy. You know what else is crazy? Uh, what? Libertarianism. Oh, yeah. So let's get into <laughs> Thank you for the community for suggesting this one. Most libertarian series. <laughs> Say hypothetically, I had nominated <laughs> Super Smartphone. <laughs> School Judgment and Love Rush. Hypothetically speaking, Jordan, <laughs> what would you have nominated? School Judgment's on mine, too. Mine is School Judgment, Super Smartphone, and Sakura Tetsu Taiwan because that whole thing is about a yeah, dude arguing about, about land, land rights. rights. <laughs> the government can't take your land. I know why we... Uh, <laughs> I know why we did School Judgment. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, Love Rush has the same age of consent idea. It does. She was 14, brother. <laughs> it does, but they're literally arguing, like, in a courtroom over shit, you know? Yeah, it's, it's okay. Just... It, legally, it's okay to sexualize 12-year-olds. He uses logic and reason in School Judgment. Yeah, let's just give that to School Judgment. I like how I said <laughs> yeah. no one has won twice, and then immediately School Judgment gets its second School one. Judgment showing up at the end. This is School Judgment's second floppy. <laughs> All right. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we are keeping the negative train rolling with... Most Blatant Ripoff. <laughs> Jordan, what were the three series you feel were pretty much just copying more successful manga? Gunblaze West was trying so hard to be fucking One Piece. <laughs> yeah, it was. Two, Akaboshi really wanted to be Bleach. And then for number three, Super Smartphone really fucking wished it was Death Note. Like, yeah. really bad. How about you? I like I said Gunblaze West and Super Smartphone. I also had Duran Duran, which didn't have a single original bone in its entire manga body. I think that's fair. So I think, though, Gunblaze West literally is the only time I think we've done cover art parodying how badly it was a ripoff of an R series. Yes, that's true. That extreme where there was literally him stealing ideas from Oda was the cover art. Yes. 
So we're going to get a give it to Gunblaze West. <laughs> I guess this is Gunblaze West's first floppy. Hmm, okay. <laughs> we are going positive. Where we're going to talk about a series that we mention every once in a while. Jordan, what's that series we like to talk about? ch 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 chainsaw man So for those who don't know, we have the Chainsaw Minute where Jordan and I, every whenever a chapter comes out, uh, talk about it. And this award is... Best Chapter of Chainsaw Man Part 2. Oh, yeah. And so, Jordan, my nominees were Chapter 98, Bird in War, Chapter 105, Red Hot, and Chapter 111. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Mine were Chapter 105, which is, of course, you know, the one where um, uh, Yuko says the line with... Uh... Don't come to school tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Don't come yeah. to school tomorrow. 98. Is the first chapter part two. We got Bucky and then 102 when Chainsaw, when Denji does the, uh, the Spider-Man. Oh yeah, that was a great. The Spider-Man thing where he saves the cat, lets the boat, yeah. lets the people die. I think we both got to give it to 105. I think that that was unbelievable. That was a great chapter. I also want to say, ah, ha, ha, um, by the way, that was just a chapter where Yuko shows up at night and they just hang out and then she yeah. dies at the end. That was a really good chapter. Red Hot, that's our 11 out of 10 chapter this year from Chainsaw Man. Unbelievably good chapter. One of the best in the whole series. Hi, everyone. This is just David stepping in. We really wanted to have, along with our pick, Trey's pick for favorite Chainsaw Man Part 2 chapter this year. Unfortunately, due to some events outside of their control, they were unable to submit what their personal pick was. However, I want to say, Trey, thank you absolutely so much for all of your hard work on the Chainsaw Minute. It has been fantastic to be able to get your weekly chapter reads. Thank you so much. And I look forward to making more awesome Chainsaw Man content with you in the new year. I guess this is Chainsaw Man Part 2's first floppy, but I mean, only is eligible for one thing, so I don't really know if that's... It's a non-competitive award. <laughs> this is Chapter 105's only floppy. <laughs> Shut up. All right, next up, though, we are rounding things out with the night, so let's get into the big awards. We are starting things off with, of course, why we're all here. Worst Series. <laughs> series yeah i think we know what's gonna win but jordan please lay on us what were your nominees for war series <laughs> uh maybe you were talking about school judgment kakuhote yeah <laughs> but also philosophy school yotia sensei's ghost stories and zan yes i had two overlap but i also nominated protect me shigamaru because besides the manga chapter oh my god that was some of the worst manga i've ever read in my entire life what was your full list it was school judgment zan and protect me shigamaru yeah that penis joke chapter that they couldn't even publish because of how fucking stupid it was. Awful. Just absolute trash. That would be like my fourth choice. It's dreadful. They literally said, don't quit your day job when you started this series. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Jordan, though, I assume it's between School Judgment and Zon because that's our overlap. I assume you want to give it to School Judgment because of all the pedophilia. Yeah, I want to give it to School Judgment because uh, because of all the pedophilia. Only series our guests refuse to finish. Yeah, and totally understandable. Let's give it to fucking school judgment. <laughs> Thank you, Zach, for being an awesome guest on that episode. So this... Yeah, Zach, we are so sorry. Yeah, we just thought it was your lawyer, so we didn't know. Yeah. This is school judgment's third floppy. <laughs> it's running away with it. We knew it. We knew it, David. We knew it. This is school judgment's night. This is unprecedented. <laughs> it might be precedent. I don't remember. Oh, I don't <laughs> remember how many people won last time. Next up, though, we have the inverse. Best series. 
So this is where we're talking about series we actually unironically liked reading. And I'll give mine. Mine are Black Torch, Hunger Marie, and The Last Sayuki, which Jordan definitely doesn't agree with. But it also shows this was not a very strong year for good manga. Mine feels like fucking cheating, honestly, because I have level I mean, we could e. just say A Gravity Boys instead as the third nominee, if that counts. Yeah, that's fair. But I have level E, Hungry Mary, and Bao. And I feel like level E and Bao aren't even fair to put there. I'm going to go with Hungry Murray. You didn't like Black Torch? I mean, that really was like comprehensive, very good art. And it was actually funny. I thought Black Torch was pretty good. But you liked Hungry Murray more? Absolutely. All right, fair enough. So actually, I think we gave Cop and Dolphin last year. So this offer has now won two for best series. Damn. <laughs> This is Hungry Marie's first floppy and the author's second floppy. Well, actually, actually might have won more last year, but for best, this is his second best series floppy. Win. <laughs> Win. He's doing pretty fucking God. good, I guess. <laughs> this next category might be my favorite category. It is best worst series. Best worst series. We celebrated a series that was not good, but man, was it fun to read. Yes. So, Jordan, what were your nominees? My nominees for Best Worst Series were Super Smartphone, Earth Child, and Hi-Fi Cluster. Zero overlap. Mine were U19, Level E, and Bao. Oh, man. I think really? Bao was not, <laughs> it was not a good series, but <laughs> my God, was that fun reading some unfiltered Iraqi fucking bullshit. See, the thing with Araki is that when he does things that are, like, so bad they're good, I just immediately make them good. But that's the whole point is this is a so bad it's good award. <laughs> but when Araki does it, it's not so bad it's good. It's just good. That's my point. That's the entirety of JoJo. That's all he does. <laughs> Bao was not a good manga. It was not a good manga, Jordan. Really? It was this ridiculous. Was all right, you know, um... I just feel like Super Smartphone, if you put Super Smartphone out and said it was a parody of manga, That's it would true. be great. All right, fine. Earthchild! It was Earth painful Child to read was, the later chapters. Yeah. It only had one good chapter and the rest was terrible. Yeah, but it was hilarious. Like, like just like the shit that happened in that was so fucking bad and funny. I wish I could have nominated Instant Bullet because I think if the plot was comprehensible, it would have been a strong nominee. Yeah. Because that also felt like a parody. Yeah, it did. Uh, but I, I really got to go Super Smartphone here. I have a place in my heart for Super Smartphone. As I did say, it was most wasted potential. So I'll give it to you, Jordan. Yes. This is Super Smartphone's first floppy. All right. And now, Jordan, we are going to turn things personal again as we are going to say best cover art for an episode. Where we celebrate the awesome, fantastic artistic talent from Merlisle, ironically, who did not make art for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jordan, my nominees for best art was Aliens Area, which was the cast of Aliens getting uh, neuralized by the <laughs> Men in Black. Protect Me, Shigamaro, which was a parody of the featuring Devil Dante from the Devil May Cry series <laughs> for uh, Shin Megami Tensei Three, and Love Rush, which was the manga character with his alpha male gene. Seeing like the fucking Chad in his, seeing the Chad in the mirror when he yeah, looks at himself. Yeah, that was great. It was the Chad vs. Virgin meme. And I had to explain to him a lot how that meme works <laughs> so she would cover it right. So mine were Earth Child, uh, which was the uh... Garbage Men. Oh, yeah, I know you love that one. I do. And then my second one was Protect Me, Shigamaru. And my third was Love Rush. And I fucking love Love Rush. Love Rush is great. I think I got to give it to Love Rush here, man. I think that so, too. So that was just such a fun idea. Oh, my God. Just fantastic. <laughs> All right. 
Protect Me Shigamaru, though, I think was a close because that yeah. all the pieces worked so well for that. It really did. It really did. And oh my God, the way that she draws Shigamaru with like realistic hands gives me every single fucking I know. Time. I'm surprised he didn't nominate the Durantur cover art. Incredible just because of the hands. But for now, this is Love Rush. This is Love Rush's first floppy. Drum roll, please. It is time for best episode. This is the episode where everything just came together and we had a total blast with our guests just talking about some good, some bad, some terrible manga, and we are here to celebrate it. My nominees were Akaboshi featuring Red from Overly Sarcastic Productions, Sakura Tetsu Taiwan featuring Red Bard, no relation. And then my third nomination was Earth Child featuring Laura from Piecemeal. So mine were Aliens Area featuring Teching 101, Akaboshi featuring Red, and Ayashimon featuring the lovely Murphy Napier. These were all great episodes, honestly. Teching 1 was fantastic. We didn't have a bad episode this whole year. No, these episodes were great. We all had, we had fantastic guests each time. But man, I gotta give it to Akaboshi. Red did so much work for us. That was amazing. Red was a great guest. Just absolute legend. Just absolute fantastic. Still talks to us to this day, which is awesome. So Red, I want to just say thank you again for being a wonderful show, along with every guest. Every guest on the show, you were fantastic. And I'm sorry we can't give the award to everyone. And then we actually have a speech from Red right here that we're insert playing now. Hey, everybody. I just heard that the episode I guested on about the beautiful mess of Akaboshi won the prize for favorite episode of the year. Huge thanks to David and Jordan for having me on. And of course, thank you all so much for listening. It's always a blast to dish on manga and an even bigger blast to dissect the manga that crashed and burned like a true falling star. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Stay tuned for even more short-lived disasters and always remember to properly stretch before lifting any anime sword over 50 pounds. Remember, use the legs, not the back. Oh my god, the crowd is going insane. We can't hold them back. They're charging the fucking stage. Oh my god, we gotta hold them. Oh, I'm, I'm dead now. The crowd killed me. But yeah, thank you so much, everybody. You guys were fantastic, even though I'm dead. So that is the wonderful Floppy Awards. The real floppy winners were you, the listeners. <laughs> yes. And then, Jordan, though, I want to say, though, that the winner for Best Co-Host goes to you. Thank you, David. And my nomination and winner of the Best Co-Host Award also goes to me. So thank you. Ooh. Fuck off, Jordan. <laughs> All right. I also want to say props to Mer Lyle again for the awesome cover art. Find her online at Lyle Mer and Nigel for being our generous art benefactor. Thank you to Dylan for assistance with editing. You can find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at AnimeOutOfContext.com. Thanks to Tucker and Max B for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. You can find us on Twitter at ShonenFlopCast and our website shonenflop.com we're also on spotify itunes youtube or wherever else you get your podcast and come join the shonen flop discord it's open to everyone patron or not come hang out with us and talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind we also have a monthly movie night a big shout out to aussie rat for running those yeah find a link to it in the show notes or on our site and if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going consider subscribing to our patreon we are at 297 dollars so close so close so close I had my dad and my sister become patrons for my birthday because they didn't know what else to get me. (laughs) (laughs) And you can get awesome perks like early access to episodes, listening into our recording and even helping us decide what to cover next. And Jordan, what is our exclusive piece of content for January going to be? Well, we're finishing up the dick joke manga, David. We are a Gravity Boys. Mm. Very strong contender. If we cover the normal episode, probably would have won best manga we'd read this year. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, it would have been nominated. That's for sure. It would have been nominated. I think it's better than Hungry Murray, honestly. Yeah. 
<laughs> when he looks at the girl and show it so pretty, his clothing explodes. <laughs> it's good. It's got jokes. It's got jokes. And we also got patrons. So let me read off our wonderful patrons. Starting with the Chainsaw Man patron, we have Don't Worry Chesswan. I play Tetris as a kid. I can make it fit. Moving on down to the Dolphin Dads, we've got Dude Man Bro Guy. Tracking roving animals for all loving girls in Raccoon's Wolfwood. Uh, congrats again on your award. Moving on down to the King of the Forest, we have Albie, Cramp, Gabe Lando, Israfont, Jacob Andrew Galloway. Thank you so much for being on our most recent episode. Josh Robinson, Kevin Briggs, Marty, thank you for the Christmas card. That was very nice of you. Rachel, my wonderful girlfriend, I gave her hiccups because she was away for 10 days and I had all of her... <laughs> stuffed animal friends sent her emails Aww. that made her laugh so much <laughs> that they were very cute that's disgustingly cute oh my god <laughs> so i sent her like seven emails from all of her friends she has jumbo the squishy bear she's got most the round frog she's got a capybara she's got um a popsicle <laughs> so it was great and then we also have scarlet mirrodin t who was my secret santa this year thanks for the secret santa gift the real jory w king bb the and finally trevor Shackner. Thank you so much, everybody. You mean so much to me. You're my beautiful children and friends. Thank you. And then, Jordan, though, that's all the time we have for today. But you, our wonderful listeners, can tune in, not this week, but the week after. Because next week, Jordan, we are going to be playing a rerun of our episode of the year, Akaboshi featuring Red. Yeah! But after that, you can catch our first thoughts on Shonen Shoujo. Isn't it a stupid title? It's such a dumb fucking title. Remember how the names of the characters in Mora King were like Sh- Shada and Shodan? Oh, God. Or some, it was like boy and girl were their names. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but Jordan, I hope you have a happy holidays. I hope you have a happy holidays, wonderful listener. Yes. Happy ho- happy holiday. <laughs> happy holidays. All right, and bye. you've been listening to Shonen Flop. You've been listening to Shonen Flop, David Zayat. Keep on flopping, floppers. Bye.